This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom It's Sunday morning, August 21st. Sam and Greg, we are back with you. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Union City. Ooh. <laughs> you say like, Ooh. Union City down on the south side. Yeah, man. Anyway, we cover all to parts. the people down there at uh, Hatefield Charter, um, Banneker High School. Okay. All down in that Union City area down uh, off of uh, off 85 going southbound there. Well, there you go. Good morning yeah. to you folks in Union City. All right, listen, uh, yesterday you weren't here, and I did the introductions. I think it's only right that you do it now. Um, we played this a couple times yesterday for our changing audience throughout a four-hour show. Maybe we'll get it later on, maybe not, but if we definitely wanted to do it now during the time we call local and you bring folks up on what's going on. It was a segment of your show. Uh, you had the inaugural uh, segment this past Friday. I would like you to tell whatever you want to tell the folks about getting this or, you know, sitting down with him and, and introduce your segment, man. Well, figured it was something we'd like to do because yesterday Mays played Douglas High School, a big game in the city of Atlanta. And these two teams, the neighborhoods to join each other, they hadn't played each other in like over 12 years or so. And think the, the current and past mayors are alums of those schools and a number of entertainers and notable people Wall showed up for the game yesterday. I'll give you the final score. Mays won 35 nothing over Douglas. Jamal Lewis is a proud alum of Douglas, and during his time, they were a dominant, dominant team in the city of Atlanta. Uh, he made the uh, AJC uh, uh, Super 11 um, from, as being uh, an APS product. And during one of his big seasons, they scored a win over a certain team from DeKalb County that won a state championship. But the blemish on their record came against Jamal and his teammates uh, from Douglas. With that in mind, let's give a listen to Jamal Lewis in this week's school days. No pressure, Coach. No. First game against Douglas. And, and you the mayor's going to the mayor's be there. Gonna the be old mayor's. <laughs> T.I. Everybody else is going to be there. Uh, I think we're ready to join him now. We're going to join him now. Jamal Lewis joining us. And Jamal, welcome to the high school scoreboard show. They didn't have a show like this when you were in high school. 
I know, I know. I'm a little jealous, man. There's a lot more rocking right now. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Great, great, great to have you on. I don't know if you heard what Chris Parker had to say. He was uh, uh, going to Alabama at the time uh, when you were at Tennessee, and I don't think that uh, Alabama was able to beat you. Didn't no, you? I said we didn't even tackle him. Didn't tackle him. We, no, we didn't even bother getting <laughs> close to beating him. So I said we have to stick to high school subjects because, you know, I'm traumatized from the, that. But, Jamal, appreciate you joining us. Talk a little bit about your days at Douglas High School. What a great time that was. Oh man, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, you know, had a great, great group of coaches, man, and um, it was a good time. You know, there uh, at the time we had a, you know, a thriving football team, a new football coach, and you know, came in and and um, you know, really built a good, good program. You know, um, so happy I, happy I ended up joining at that time, and um, you know, we put together a good squad and. A lot of good memories, and we all, you know, still talk about today. Uh, when I think of Douglas, I think of you guys playing at one place, out at Lakewood Stadium. And uh, I was minding Chris for the longest time. Lakewood was the only place outside of maybe Georgia Tech that had turf. Everybody has had natural grass. Now, I don't know how much you enjoy playing on that turf out at Lakewood. I heard different stories about that thing. Uh, how, how, how was that? <laughs> what kind of memories you got from that turf out there at Lakewood? Oh man, well the turf was a whole different story. You know, it was uh <laughs> you know, we had that real astro turf. Yeah. So and honestly it was all we knew, you know, and it looked good. Um I just know at, at Douglas we practiced on dirt. So, you know, going from dirt to turf, it was all right. You know what I mean? So we had an upgrade uh when we had game day. So that was uh that was the good part. But um but yeah, remember I got a lot of strawberries and a lot of a lot of uh, uh, wounds and cherries from 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 playing, you know, at Lakewood Stadium. Yeah, wasn't that field turf they play on now, Sam? No, that, that was a little different. Yeah, no, it's, it's called field turf now. <laughs> you know, it was astro turf back then. <laughs> Jamal, what's the what's Absolutely. the single what's the single uh, greatest moment you can remember from those days? What comes to mind as the best memory from playing high school football? The best memory um, would be us playing Southwest DeKalb at Lakewood Stadium uh, my sophomore year uh, when we actually beat them the same year that they went on to win the championship with Quincy Carter. I think that was probably the biggest and the brightest moment that pretty much all of us remember because we, um, you know, we always went out to win. Um, you know, the city of Atlanta wasn't much of competition for us. So we had to compete pretty much outside in the, you know, the the um, the Cab County system, and that's where um, that's where uh, um, Southwest Cab, you know, played. So that was probably one of the biggest games I can remember, and probably a lot of my teammates can probably say the same thing because that was a big game. Uh, we we won. I think it was at it was at Memorial Stadium actually, and um, I think that was probably one of the biggest moments. I think in our our history, you know, yeah. at 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 at, at high school, going to play on Memorial Drive, that's always pretty special. I mean, Lakewood's a special place. Memorial Drive's a place right. that's a pretty special place to go out there and get a win too, wasn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely, it was. And um, you know, Lakewood is just a great stadium, man. Um, you know, it's a big stadium. Uh, it was always great to go out there with the lights and you know playing against our rivalry, especially in Mays. Um, and, you know, the Washingtons and, you know, those schools, because that's an APS, APS stadium, you know. So 
It was always great to get a win out there. I tell my kids nowadays that, hey, look, you know, dad made a lot of memories out here, you know, uh, when we do visit that stadium. But, um, but yeah, it'll be uh, – it's good. And, you know, looking forward to the upcoming season and looking forward to tomorrow night, actually. Yeah, talk about tomorrow night. And it's been a while since, uh, since Douglas and Mays has played. And it's got a lot of interest. I hear a lot of folks are coming out, maybe some – I don't know if there's any wagering going on, but I understand a lot of other trash talk has started already between the two communities. Good natured, though, because the communities kind of border each other. You know, thoughts about the fact those two communities getting to come together tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's a great thing. Uh, it's a great, great, great camaraderie uh, amongst teams, but a great, you know, competition. competition. You know, Mays and Doug always competed. Uh, we weren't too far away from each other, but at the same time, you always had that talent, you know. I, I just remember, even even in the the little league, you know, you had, uh, you know, you had Mays, which was for the Ben Hill area, right? And you know, they always had the talent, and we always competed from 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 recreation all the way up through middle school, all the way to high school. So tomorrow is is a big game, and you know, it's a lot of alumni that are pulling for you know, their schools or whatever. And I think it's a big thing for the community too. You know, the community needs this and, and hopefully we can, we can bring out a lot of alumni and a lot of community to come and, and, and view and, and actually support both of these teams uh, while they, while they compete. That's great. Fantastic. I'm going to shift gears a little bit, Sam. I want to talk uh, for the people that don't know Jamal's accomplishments. He's played in the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, been a great college player, led the NFL in rushing and all this. And so everybody playing tonight, Jamal, wants to be like you. Everybody. What advice do you have for these young guys trying to come up that are playing middle school, high school ball now on how the best path they can do or what can they do to move forward? Or I guess a better way to say it is what advice would you give yourself now that you know so much more about it? Right. I think nowadays it's all about, you know, notoriety and just trying to get in front of the coaches and be noticed. Um, I just think that a lot of these guys need to realize that, you know what, if if you're good enough and you put in the work, the coaches are going to find you, you know. These schools, they will find you. So, you know, don't worry about that. Don't rush, you know, don't rush the process. Just stick to the process and go through it. You know, a lot of kids are going to different schools, and if they're not on the field or, you know, they're not seeing the potential to play, they're, they're changing schools and, and transferring and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. But, you know, honestly, you know, if, if, if you're good enough and you're putting in the work, these schools, they will find you. So just keep grinding, keep working, and just understand that, hey, look, at the end of the day, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to be talking about, you know, your high school and, the accomplishments and the rivalries and the memories and everything that you put together. So, you know, think about that, you know, and not, and not so much of, you know, what, what I can get out of this and, you know, just putting together those memories. I think that's the biggest thing to, to think about. And cause that's what I think about every time when, you know, somebody talks about high school football, you know, I always talk about Douglas and just the memories and the times that we had, and the players and the camaraderie in the locker room, that's what it's all about. That was awesome, by the way. Fantastic. Garrett needs to cut that up and say for every high school coach in Georgia just to give uh, Jamal that? an applause there. Yeah. You know, they'll find you, play with your community. That's why this Mays and Douglas game is so important, too. Yeah. Like, make a big deal where you are. 
Right. Make a big deal where you right. are. Make that a great game. You know, that that's right. what I love to see. Yeah, yeah. You know, being from the inner city, you know, I think a Douglas Mays game, it should it they, they they should make this game bigger than it really is. It should be a game that's played every single year, no matter what. It should be almost like a bowl game just because it's so big for the community and it gives so many kids, you know, that's growing up in those areas same way I grew up, you know, in the Adamsville, Bankhead area, you know, gives them hope, you know, that they can be more than, you know, what what's expected, you know. So this, this, this game is more about setting expectations for the community than anything else. So tomorrow, folks, it will be Mays and Douglas. I think uh, the current mayor, uh, <laughs> Andre Dickens of Atlanta, as a Mays alum, I understand he will be there. Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, who is a Douglas alum, I understand will be, uh, we, we will be there along with a lot of other notable people who attended but you will be there as well, and uh, Jamal Lewis and AJC Super Eleven. He was, yeah, um, I'm, AJC, right. and you don't don't get a lot of them from APS school. That's got to be something still today that you're pretty proud that you earned that distinction during your time at, at Douglas High School. We appreciate you. Oh, spend, yeah. we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. Always good to catch up with you. And uh, hey, what's that? And I appreciate I appreciate it, Sam. One one thing I want to add is that you know the city of Atlanta. We really need to push a lot of our guys for the college, the high school uh, football Hall of Fame, too. You know, because we don't really have a lot of guys that get supported and go into the, the, the high school football Hall of Fame. But I think we do have a lot of guys that need to be represented. So I just want to add that. But I appreciate everything. Appreciate you having me on and uh, anytime. All right. All right. Thanks, Jamal. We're going to do that. Thanks so much, Jamal. All right. Now, thank you. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Hey, thanks for letting us be a part of your Sunday. Mr. Crenshaw is back after a what has been a world when we, I got to imagine at some point in the next 36 hours or so, you're going to sit down to watch something you think, and I think you're just going to pass out for about four or five hours. Look inside my eyelids. <laughs> back side of my eyelids, right? We're going to just sit down and then just going to catch up with you, man, and kick you, you know where, and, and rightfully so. Um, but as we move into this, uh, continuing the 7 o'clock hour coming up, we're going to take a dive into Eric's world. And um, right now, we've got a guest that comes on here, and we have over the years had John as a part of our show, and we can't thank him enough for getting up and joining us. But normally we're talking to him about the Celebration Bowl, and that's later on in the year. And as we get closer to that, we're probably going to ask him to come back and join us again. But we are getting ready for next week's MEAC SWAC Challenge. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the show the executive director of that challenge, Mr. John Grant. Good morning to you, sir, and how are you doing? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I'm excited. Uh, we, you know, if you can take a deep breath, that's the smell of football in the air. And yeah, we it are, is. <laughs> we're looking forward to the start of the college football season in a week. Absolutely. Well, less than a week. Uh, we we are away from the start. Well, that's been a week. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna start this start this next Saturday night. Got an interesting matchup. Talk about the teams that we're bringing to town for next Saturday. Well, we have um, the Howard University Bison 
taking on the Alabama State Hornets. This will be a first matchup for these two teams here in Atlanta. And uh, just really both coaches are, are looking forward to it. We know that there's a lot of excitement among the players and just delighted to get this kicked off here at Center Park Stadium uh, on Saturday. We have a whole schedule of events. Uh, talk, talk about those things that are taking place because uh, there'll be activities going on around the area that people will be able to uh, take part in. Yes, well, we have uh, starting on Saturday at 2.30 is our Coca-Cola fan experience, um, which in, in, includes a lot of activations with our corporate partners from uh, AFLAC to Disney on the Yard. They'll be uh, introducing again uh, drum major Mickey that we unveiled here in Atlanta at uh, the 2022 2021 um, Cricket Celebration Bowl. He'll be back with us uh, kicking off halftime. We got uh, two of Atlanta's premier high school bands facing off in a, in a jamboree um, uh, starting at 3, 3 p.m. And then the college bands are going to be head-to-head in a, in a jamboree pregame. So all of this starts before the game even starts um, The the uh, at uh, 4 o'clock p.m. So a lot of fun, music, food, um, engagement with the alumni. And so we're asking fans to come out. The event is free starting at 2.30 on Saturday. And then, of course, uh, gates will open at 5.30. And we kick at 7. But that 5.30, at 5 o'clock, we do have uh, – a concert uh, with two chains. Two chains performing for us at uh, at five five o'clock p.m. As we all know, he's an alumnus of Alabama State University. Yeah, basketball player down at Alabama State. Uh, two chains going to go. I understand that some of the fan uh, experience. We got what some WWE wrestlers and stuff that's going to show. We got all kind of stuff coming. <laughs> we do. We do. We uh, cricket is cricket. Uh, Wireless, who is the title sponsor of the Cricket Miak Swag Challenge kickoff, as well as the Cricket Celebration Bowl. They're also a major uh, sponsor in WWE. So we have uh, the reigning WWE Raw um, champion, Bianca Blair, will be on site with us, um, as well as Rashawn Ali will be doing a live podcast from from, uh, the the Coca-Cola fan experience as well. But that's just the tip of the iceberg of some of the things, Sam, uh, that we're going to see as well, because um, we are have been working closely with the Marvel Studios uh, on the pre-launch of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So fans oh. are going to get an opportunity to get some get first ever released uh, items, merchandise. Uh, they'll be giving away 15,000 first run posters that will be uh just distributed at this game. You're going to see talent. We have uh, talent that will be uh, available at the event as well. And we're looking forward to, uh, we'll have the Dora Milaje, the, the, the Warriors from Wakanda, will also be on site. So there's a lot of previews that will be uh, first views that will happen at this game. And so fans who are in attendance are going to get a first up-close look at um, the uh, promotional releases of some very uh, surprising items from Black Panther to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That's a publicist at work, Sam. He's working. That's a publicist at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells you that we can, we, you know, we, we have a great football game, but because of the, you know, with the Walt Disney Company, the various uh, 
divisions of that company. And the fact that that movie was shot here in Atlanta at Tyler Perry Studios gives us a unique opportunity to to deliver some you know un, some expanded experiences around this game that's going to make this year very special. Fantastic, folks. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with, with John Grant. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter, at John T. Grant, uh, talking about the MIAC Swag Challenge and later on the Celebration Bowl. This game will be seen on ESPN. And much has been made about, you know, where some of the HBCU games are going to be said. We've had Coach Prime talking about he wants his games on regular ESPN, not ESPN2 or, or ESPN Plus or ESPN3. Uh, this game will be on ESPN. And you spent some time this week, I think. I don't know if it was like a seminar or a boot camp or whatever for ESPN folks up in Charlotte. Anything you can share? I know we saw somebody that we all know uh, because uh, John Grant saw, saw Larisha Harris. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I bet he'd make no I bet he'd make fun of her where she came from and call it Swampland. No, no. <laughs> Sam oh John, he's always on her about coming from not Brunswick. Brunswick, Georgia. It ain't nothing but Swampland down there. <laughs> Why you wanna have to look and she a new mama and all of that. <laughs> well we did get an opportunity to see see Larisha. Was happy to see her. She's um look, looking well and but that, that meeting was our ESPN's kickoff to college football, so our talent producers we had a lot of uh, several workshops. We had um, presentations from Bill Hancock and, uh, with the college football playoffs. As a matter of fact, Bill had just left Atlanta where they were announcing the, you know, uh, Atlanta hosting the, the 2025 college football playoff championship game. Uh, he came on over to Charlotte and um, spoke with the, with, the, with, with the group there. But it was very exciting, a lot of energy in the room. Everyone can't wait for the season to start, and we are delighted that Atlanta is at the tip of the spear uh, in opening college football in Week Zero. Executive Director of MEAC SWAC Challenge, John Grant, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I don't think we've had a chance to ask John uh, specifically because you brought up the name, Sam, and Dion and his presence in, in HBCUs right now and the spotlight that's on all of the programs. Has that – a has that how has that affected you and how you do your job and has it made it easier to you see getting what you would like to get done easier because of his presence and 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 Eddie uh, Eddie George's and and other folks that are again brightening the light sh- uh, that is shining down on HBCU programs. Well, I think you know when you, so the answer to the question is is uh, is certainly um, you know Coach Sanders brought to Jackson State. You know, his huge marketing machine, which that's what Coach Sanders is, along with the talent that he is and his talent for coaching and passion for coaching. You know, the, the, what's fortunate about HBCU sports right now is, is, you know, with the launch of the Celebration Bowl in, in 2015 here in Atlanta, the Cricket Celebration Bowl now, you know, the, 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 the dynamic began, sort of began to shift at that point because, you know, it, it the, the – the bowl game is one of the premier bowl games uh, in the country today. Um, what Coach Sanders was able to do was accelerate that process. You know, in twenty in twenty um, fifteen, ESPN was carrying thirty two um, sporting events between the MEAC and the SWAC. This year, we will carry over one hundred and fifty uh, sporting events, and that includes now all four conferences as we have um, um, executed media rights deal with 
with the MEAC, the SWAC, the CIAA, and the SIAC. So, and that number is going to just do nothing but continue to grow. It's fantastic news, fantastic news. So, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with John Grant talking about the MEAC SWAC Challenge. Got to let you talk about tickets if people still want to get tickets for next week and what they need to do in order to be in the house for this, uh, we want to call it a celebration, but it's a celebration of the start of the season. We have a celebration at the end of the season as well, but this is to celebrate the kickoff of the season. People want to want to be in the house for it. Well, you can visit MEAC, M-E-A-C, SWAC, S-W-A-C.com. That's MEAC, SWAC, I'm sorry, MEAC, SWAC, Challenge.com. MEAC, SWAC, Challenge.com for tickets and all information related to the weekend. You know, that, you know the fact, uh, Greg and Sam, that we here in Atlanta, again, can be at the tip of the spear of opening the entire college football season uh, with the Cricket Miak Swag Challenge, and then that's followed the following week, um, certainly with, with the Chick-fil-A kickoff games that Gary Stoken and his team have been hosting uh, for a number of years, really puts Atlanta at the, what I'll call the center of the college football universe with, with uh, both of these games and then ending the season uh, with the Cricket Celebration Bowl and, you know, the Chick-fil-A Bowls as well. I want to ask you one other thing. You talked about um, Bill Hancock coming up to Charlotte. Uh, were you surprised at all that Atlanta was able to get the national championship game back here so very soon? Uh, seemed like it was just a couple of years ago. A painful member for a lot of Georgia fans, uh, but we had the game here, and it's circling back. This game was in Indianapolis earlier this year, and Greg, I want you to know that city reaped the benefit of over $150 million by having the national championship game in Indianapolis. That's headed back this way in uh, 2025. Were you surprised by that, John? Actually, not at all. Um, you know, in talking with Bill and the team, they they love Atlanta uh, with um, with the you know with the college football playoffs. Atlanta is the first city to actually host it twice. Uh, and so in, in talking with Bill in Charlotte, you know, they are really extremely excited to be here in Atlanta because, you know, Atlanta sets up well to host major events like the CFP, like the World Cup, like the Super Bowl, like the um, Final Four. So this doesn't surprise us at all. Um, we just we're just surprised that this isn't our third time. Uh, so um, we think it was a great decision. Um, uh, Dan Corso and the team over the Atlanta Sports Council do a fantastic job of selling Atlanta as, as the place to host these sort of major sporting events, and we're just excited to have them coming back. Sam, I want to throw myself out there, and I don't normally do this, but I've been listening to, to, to Mr. Grant. He brought up the name Gary Stoken, and I'm, saying, I'm thinking, and again, what he brought up, that you know, there's this connection with, with, with the new um, Black Panther there's got to be some sort of synergy that we, the three of us, can come together where I can help facilitate, like one the casting call, if you will. Yeah. Getting those people that are going to participate down there somehow either registered or let the casting directors know that they're there. We marry them all together. Bring the film industry. What I've been doing, uh, John Grant, for the last eleven years is helping people get jobs as extras. Uh, mm. I'm a principal actor myself. I use that term loosely as far as actor, but, um, <laughs> uh, and I just got booked on another sports movie, which I can't talk about right now. Doggone it. It has to do with one of the first black <laughs> sports casters in this country. Um, 
It was well, on the college level. I can't. I just got to keep my yap shut right now. But believe me, I'm asking you to possibly have a conversation so we could take this to the next level for upcoming events that you have, where you're going to have this congregation of people, something that the casting directors and the industry is constantly looking for. And they're looking for fresh faces. They're looking for people of all different shades, if you will. Um, but I'm just saying the industry's here, four point nearly five billion dollars into the state this year, and there's got to be something with what you folks are doing and the connections that you have through Coke um, and and um, and Gary Stoken and and myself. We come together and we take it to another level. And I want to have have a conversation with you when the dust settles from the MEAC challenge to possibly see what we all can do together. Well, you will you know be delighted to do that as you. The beautiful thing about Atlanta uh, is, first, you know, I like to say that Atlanta is Wakanda. And so I guess my opening, when I opened with you, should have said, said, you know, I'm happy to be here in Wakanda. Um, (laughs) And Wakanda, more than just being a place, it's really an ideal state of mind. Uh, It's a presence that's within oneself. And certainly Atlanta represents all of that, the fact that we have the major, uh, made, you know, the film industry here in a major way uh, reflects on what our city has to offer, and so I'm I'm happy to be here. I love Atlanta. Yeah. I'm I love what Atlanta represents. I love the fact that we can be at the center of sports across a you know a plethora of whether it's college, professional, high school. I mean, sports sort of reigns supreme here, and uh, and now uh, an industry that's the movie industry. Um, I believe Atlanta is the second or third um, largest industry in the country um, behind L.A. No, so, no, state of, no, no, John, the state of Georgia is only looking up at, like, Vancouver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and, then. <laughs> it's, it's here. It's here. We have every landmass beside an iceberg and a desert. So this is very attractive to the industry. But let's have a conversation. Let's 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 attack this smartly and see if there's a connection because one thing that we do know by extension is that networks and any any sort of platform needs live programming. That's where you guys come in and doing what you do. So if we we kind of bring all this together and make the 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 experience of going out to these even more enjoyable. That's what I'm looking for. Well, thank you guys so much. I mean, this has been great. I appreciate you all having me this morning. Uh, Sam, Greg, it's always delighted to be a part of you guys' show. Yeah. Uh, And thank you for, uh, you know, helping us get the word out about all the wonderful things that are happening here in Atlanta with college football and kicking off the season with the Cricket Meag Swag Challenge. And I look forward to seeing you you later on this week. I look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. Yep, I'll see you later on this week. All right, so, John. Sam, you got an important role with us, Sam. You know, you're the voice of the game um, oh. and all that it brings with us this year. So, you know, we're, we're, we are we're excited about uh, um, how you're going to how, how, how you will stage that for us, because there will be some great uh, assets that we will be added to, to, to add to the experience for the fans at this year's game. All right, looking forward to that. That is uh, Howard against Alabama State, 7 o'clock Saturday uh, over at uh, Center Park Stadium. Uh, the MEAC Swag Challenge, John Grant, thanks so much again. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Listen, we got a break here, but I want to talk more about this, Sam. We come back here. Up next, it is Eric's World, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. 
Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's hard for me to get through this intro without just laughing and thinking about this. Sam, do you know why I had him play this? Why is that? To, well, A, to conjure up the scene. This is from Eric bringing this down, but this is from Blazing Saddles, where Cleavon Little rides into town as the black sheriff. You never saw – have you seen Blazing Saddles? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but much. it's it's him riding through the desert as he enters this town. Oh, with, and Count Basie. With that, song, with that song. And Mel Brooks, in his brilliance, put Count Basie's orchestra in the middle of the desert yeah. playing April in Paris. Yeah, yeah. I play that because this would have been Count Basie's birthday. And okay. let's say it right, George Count Basie, mm-hmm. his, his first name there. So – I threw that on for you, but any excuse to get a little something from Blazing Saddles, I wanted to uh, wanted to throw on there, celebrating the birthday today. Count Basie, you know who else? Couple who else? Guys. Got some big names on this day, man. Chris Schenkel. Ooh, that's for you. Absolutely. Jack, Jack Buck. There's another one. Wilt Chamberlain. Man, all had an August 21st birthday, and there are more. But I wanted to throw that on for you. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I was quite serious when I was talking to Mr. Grant a minute ago. And the things that are starting to 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 come to Atlanta, or at least grow when they come to Atlanta. We were the ones who, I think we were the first ones to talk to uh, John Grant when Celebration Bowl started in 15 and have had him on every year. Uh, talking about that game. Now he's, of course, executive director of this MEAXWAC Challenge. And the things that he talked about, you know, that are going to happen leading up to the game and connection with the movie industry. And I'm like, you know, I should be at least lending my little corner of, of what I do in the movie industry to these events because it can only help. And mine is at a grassroots level. It's about helping out the people who are listening to us and who attend these things that don't have agents, that don't have headshots, that aren't spending a lot of money, but look like everyone else, look like America, look like folks you see in Target. And that's what the industry needs. And um, my connection with them, I think, could only help, or at least building the database of the casting directors of these people who put folks like that in these projects, uh, that would be a great place to be situated at. You're going to have a whole, we're talking about thousands of people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway, maybe I can get to, we get to Gary Stoken and, and John again. We'll have a conversation and see if we can find some sort of way to put something together that makes these live events even more special. That will be big to do. Again, just a just a just a big dude trying to get into heaven. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, man, we got to take a back seat right now. And listen, I want to tell the audience the 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 two guys I'm working with today have have been going a hundred miles an hour this past week. Um, Sam, you doing what you're doing? And listen, Eric was in here early on on Saturday morning after working Friday night, and of course he's been helping you, uh, and Chris, and well, all of you have been helping each other put this broadcast together and it culminated with the last game last night i think you guys were there into double digits into the evening last night out at uh, mercedes-benz and so want to thank you for your work and then getting up today and uh, i know y'all are tired as can be but i just wanted to say thank you publicly for what you've been doing and and, and still coming in here and busting your hump yeah this guy was down on the sidelines last night during that last game and he was going from one sideline to the other well, I got some steps in last yeah, you, night. Yeah, you did. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, I got some steps in. And then I also want to thank the folks at um, 
uh, Peachtree TV mm-hmm. for letting all the cool. Uh, oh, all yeah, the man. This, this, all got, the sideline reporters got to be on TV. Yeah. They got to be on TV last so, night, Greg. Uh, Garrett and Caleb. They, 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 they got to miss out on it. Yeah, when we saw Day, and Day, they had to be tired, too, because Day, Day yeah. came in, did an overnight shift last night. He, he didn't get a chance to do it, but myself, Garrett, and Caleb each had a chance to get on with Peachtree TV. And, and we talked about the station and the things that we have going on here. And, and Y'all got tape of this? Oh, absolutely. We all right, I got to see some tape of this. Yeah. Well, hey, you left out Stevie G. No, Stevie G was up in the booth He's the whole up time. in the booth. But Stevie the booth. wasn't okay. a sideline reporter last night. He was a pregame and halftime. Yeah. You know, he got that whole spotlight during the pregame and the halftime. <laughs> yeah, so, you man, know, he was all was over that. Like yeah. I said, well, our, our crew really got to stretch their legs a little bit and uh, show some people some different things, their versatility. And that's, to me, that was the big thing and a real neat thing. Uh, about yesterday down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, Sam, you know, and uh, I wanted to – I actually texted him. I was going to share Eric's world this morning with a friend of mine, but he didn't He didn't answer me back because so, he's probably getting some rest. I'm walking down the sideline uh, doing my sideline reporting for the Grayson and Marietta game, and, and, and I go, hey, Eric – and one of my fellow officials who does both football and baseball okay. was the back judge last night, Robert Bekalek. Okay. And I wanted to give Robert a little love. And, uh, he, what was he his had, name? Say that name again. Robert Bekalek. Okay. Bekalek. Okay. Bekalek. And I hope I'm saying that right. It's, it's you know, the way he spells it, it should be Bekalek. But um, he did a great job <laughs> last night. But it was funny, Sam, as you were talking about the red – I mean, I'm sorry, the white hat, Harlan Johnson. Harlan Johnson, and, you know, yeah. And you were talking about the fact that he was out at the camps this year, training some of the newer officials. I remember when we talked about it during the year, to be able to be the white hat for that primetime game at Corky Cal, that just goes to tell you how good of an official that he is ranked Mm -hmm. and his crew. That's a championship Cal game they had last night. You you can easily see those two teams play each other again later in the year. Right. The crew that gets any of those games on Saturday at Corky Kell are all top notch crews. Okay. You know, so the the level of officiating and the type of officials that were out there last night are at the top of their game. Those are the those are the type of guys that the college recruiters and, and believe it or not, the recruiters for college, you know, yes, they recruit the athletes, but they come out and recruit officials. Oh yes, absolutely. You know, the, the ACC, the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the and the and the, the smaller conferences, they come out and they they come up to an official. They look, we've watched your tape. Would you be interested in coming to one of our camps to see if you would be interested in being in a college official? And that, I mean, I'll tell you what, that's when and Greg, you said the money starts flying through the air. <laughs> those young, when you get to that level, they they make a good amount of change. Some of those yep. guys can make a true career out of it. Yeah. So um, had they a send, chance to send you plane tickets and all. Oh kinds yeah, oh of yeah, stuff. and and not just you're not flying coach. No, oh, no, they no. they treat you right. So. Uh, yeah, it's, you know. You get, I, you get more than that Coke and them stale peanuts. There you go, right? Yeah, if, I didn't, if I didn't have a date with you guys every Saturday morning, maybe I'd think about it. But I have a date with you guys, and I'm pretty cool with that. Um, uh, but it was just a great time out there this this past week. And uh, no rest for the weary because looks like I might have a rain today. I was supposed to do some softball today. I don't know if I'm going to get that in today because it's looking kind of gray out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Got a couple games scheduled for myself this week. And – and I think I'm going to have to add Blazing Saddles onto my homework list. You haven't seen Blazing Saddles? No. It's, it's one of those movies that couldn't be made in 2022. It couldn't be, couldn't <laughs> be in fact, In fact, in fact, I would say that's true of most all of Mel Brooks's movies. Would that be fair? I don't it, know. They're yeah, funny as can be, but yet you can't remake those movies and yeah. tell those jokes in 2022. Even, even, no. even Young Frankenstein? There, there was some stuff in there. 
You know, you can make a lot of that, but there's just. eh. Well, I don't know much about Mel Brooks, to be honest, but I am a fan of Westerns. Okay. I do like so. Is it a western or is it a comedy or is it a little it's bit of a, both? Most of what Mel Brooks's career has been has been a parody of real either events or other classic movies. Okay. Okay. So you got to go in there they understanding. Call those spoofs, don't they? Yeah, some were spoofs, like yeah. he, did, like like uh, the, the Spaceballs. Okay. Okay. Take off on Star Wars. Right. Well, I have seen Spaceballs. Okay, okay. So. Yeah. so this was a takeoff on westerns, but also, and he also does include a mirror to for us to look at ourselves. And if you want to look at the mirror, it's there for you. Some people look past it, and and, and it's a little deeper subject. But he, he, listen, Mel Brooks is one of the great comic minds of all time. Period. And this guy had the ability to do some movies when a lot of others couldn't. That. Are classics, but again, the humor within them, they just wouldn't have. We talk about certain people. Eddie Murphy couldn't do his two stand-ups and get right. away with it. I got you. In 2022, yeah. and I'm not to say that they're dirty Mel Brooks movies, but there are there are looks at us, meaning society, in ways that would make some folks uncomfortable in 2022. But he still brings the joke. That's the thing. If you don't bring the joke, you're just preaching to people, and they don't want to hear that. Well. I don't know about, you know, uh, like you said, it, today's society is different and the way we have to, you know, with all of us being in the communications industry, being in the media, with, you know, things that we have to, ways we have to approach things. But it looks like a, a movie that I'll, I'll put on my to-do list. Oh, it's so, fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny as can be, and it's got just, and it's very sophomoric. Okay. I mean, to this day, the, the campfire scene. I like, like sophomore. Yeah, you still laugh at the same things we did as eight-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, like the campfire scene. It's all you got to mention to people, and they know what you're talking about. And there's a Detroit Lion in there. Yeah, there is. Barry Sanders? No, 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 no. I know, I know Barry Sanders is way too. Yeah, there's a Detroit yeah. Lion uh, in in the movie. Okay, right. we'll leave it at that. There you go. Um. Anyways, it's, yeah, I'm what else done. on your mind for Eric's oh, world? Man, that's it. Well, it's on my mind, my pillow and my blanket. <laughs> that's the last thing that's on my mind, and it will be much deserved. I'm gonna try to watch my Ravens tonight because you know. I'm I'm not a super diehard Ravens fan because they really didn't exist when I grew up in Maryland, but I do cheer for them now that Baltimore has a team. What, what how you got to feel about what's going on with Lamar, man? Well, I don't get in nobody else's pockets. He gonna get his money. No, no. Well, how do you feel about them not putting something in his pockets at this point? Um, I'm a little upset about it, but I do say this: he's had some chances in the playoffs and he's come up short. Um, he's also been injured, so I, I don't upset with them being a little bit cautious and what quarterbacks are getting paid right now, that's a huge investment. So. Everybody's mad at, at, at Cleveland for what they gave Deshaun. Uh, yeah, well, they, not that they're mad with what they gave him, they mad that they guaranteed every single penny Well, of that's it. what I'm saying. They, yeah. they gave him. You know, and that's one thing we never talked about here. I know, I'm sure other uh, shows here on this station, we didn't, we haven't brought that topic up at all. Do you think his uh, the new suspension is you know, I, I I think I okay. I hadn't really given this. Um, I think it's more like where, where people thought it, it was going to go. Some really? people thought it could have been an entire I thought it was season. Be a year. I thought it was going to be a, a lot of people thought, but minimum. but it had but it had to be it had to be more, more than, than six. six. Yeah. It had to be more than six. I mean, and, that, and the five million dollar uh, fine that that was that's pretty steep. So yeah. he's going to feel that one. 
you got to you got to you got to ask yourself why did it happen the way it did? Because there's the story. The, we 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 know how it's happened in the past disciplinary actions. We you got to ask yourself why did Goodell back out? Why did it end up being eleven games and not double the original where he would have come back in week twelve? And why is he now coming back? week 11 where he's going to be facing his old team and the windfall that that's going to be for advertisers was that that was that a consideration all right we're not going to spend this guy for the year but we're going to take care of our tv partners and give them a chance to sell ads at super bowl level because everybody's going to be waiting for that game everybody because of him walking in that stadium that's just some of the stuff you got to consider layers to the onion there you go yeah man it's 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 not done heading into the eight o'clock hour we are going to talk to miles garrett speaking of the nfl he's up in jersey falcons and jets on monday night football the inaugural monday night football game for troy and joe they're going to be calling that one got a casting call money's flying through the air i'll let you know where you can find some of it but up next we haven't talked much nba this season with the Hawks schedule coming out lebron getting his contract and all the other stuff happening within the nba that's going to happen next sam and greg on this sunday morning sports radio 92.9 the game 92.9 the game.com and take us with you on the odyssey app this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.